0: All right, welcome to the RBR recap. This is the inaugural session. I'm Alejandro Burgos, editor-in-chief of Round by Round Boxing. I'm joined by Gabe Rivas, publicist, interpreter, your favorite interpreter, uh, and someone that we missed last night. Gabe, how are you? I'm doing very
1: well. How are you, man?
0: I'm excellent, man. Excited to get this year kicked off. Um, I'll break down for the fans listening exactly what we're gonna be doing on this podcast. It's not your normal 30, 45 minute uh, type of thing. We're gonna do some some quick hits and um, you know, hopefully you join us for your, your Monday morning coffee and uh, we'll get it started with some discussion. So our schedule is gonna be somewhat like this. A quick recap of the fights that happened. Um, the biggest overreaction, because there's always gonna be a little bit of that uh, depending on what happened in a fight. biggest not overreaction and you'll see what we mean in a bit and then we'll look at the schedule and maybe talk about what's next based off these results and we'll take a look at what's coming up uh, down the line in boxing so we're excited to get started Um, we hope you engage and discuss with us and uh, let us know what we're doing well what you like and what you don't like On Saturday, January 22nd, unbeaten Mark McSayo defeated longtime reigning champion Gary Russell Jr. by majority decision. He took the WBC Featherweight World Championship from Russell, who was the longest uh, current reigning champion in boxing. Uh, That was in your main event. It was a majority decision, uh, had some interesting ins and outs, which we'll we'll discuss. And in the co-main event, we had Subrio Matias facing Petros Ananyan in a rematch, Matias got his revenge, his get back, and he actually scored a ninth round TKO over Ananya. And in a telecast opener, Tuxtat Yar and Sakaria Lucas fought to a spirited split decision draw. Fight could have gone either way, but there was some controversy as well, which we'll discuss uh, in a bit. Jumping right into our biggest overreaction of the night, and I'm going to go with Gary Russell Jr.'s fight against Mark McSayo. Obviously, uh, an upset from betting lines to what most people you know thought was was going to happen. Um now I'm going to go with the biggest overreaction being something that kind of Devin Haney spurred uh with his comment after the fight, which was a tweet that he put out shortly after, Mr. Cap aka Gary Russell lost to a bum with the crying face emoji. Now, we posted that on Instagram and obviously some people uh took to kind of jumping on that bandwagon saying one uh, Instagram comment was Gary is a class B fighter and during 2,500 days, a title that does not belong to him. Now, this is, in my opinion, the biggest overreaction. And we saw a lot of these types of comments sprinkled throughout Twitter and through Instagram, uh, Gary Russell jr. In my opinion, fought a tremendous fight with one arm. And so it's a huge overreaction just to say, because he fought, you know, so, so few times for everyone to now be like, well, he's you know not really that good of a fighter or we always knew he was gonna lose he should get more credit and I mean you saw guys like uh, Andre Ward and some other people that really uh, went out there and said you know Gary Russell did a tremendous job in the fight uh, given the fact that he was injured and so I don't really see is that an excuse Uh, after the sixth round he didn't even throw a jab and so still on the scorecards you saw he won the 12th I think eight nine on a couple uh, cards official cards he won those rounds as well so he was impressive still a ring general uh, even without his most powerful weapon which has historically and statistically been the jab for him um so i think that is the biggest overreaction we knew gary russell uh, was gonna lose or we knew that uh, you know he was all cap gabe let's kick it to you with the biggest non-overreaction of the night what
1: wasn't an overreaction took place in the first televised fight which is between tuxtak niambayar and zacharias lucas as we remember, it ended in a split decision draw, but that was only because in round eight, Niam Bayar suffered a knockdown that was ruled a slip. The overwhelming opinion uh, by boxing fans and the media on Twitter, as well as the public and the audience where the fight took place was that it was definitely a knockdown and it should have been ruled as such. And that would have given Zacharias Lucas the most important victory of his career. And so an additional not an overreaction was that we probably need to implement clearer guidelines uh, with regard to instant replay, not only in New Jersey, uh, but across all commissions
0: throughout the country. Gabe, now let's kick it to you for some reaction on the main event. What's next for Mark McSayo after his title victory?
1: Mark McSayo's victory over Gary Russell Jr. was very important For the featherweight division, it frees up a belt, the WBC title, that typically had only been put up for contention once per year. It hadn't been put up for contention for almost two years uh, on this occasion. And Maxayo demonstrated a lot of skills. He demonstrated that he was confident, that he pushed the action. He set a lot of traps and created counterpunching opportunities. And for me, uh, the highlight of the fight was the way in which he would receive a, a straight left hand from Gary Russell Jr., whether or not it landed, and would immediately counter uh, with the uppercut to the body. And we saw him do that many times throughout the fight. So he's very much, he's a very skilled fighter. And uh, there are a lot of potential fights that could happen. I mean, uh, we all know that there are a lot of political divisions in the sport of boxing, but there's guys like Emmanuel Navarrete, Kiko Martinez, Lee Wood. So there are a lot of champions and contenders that Mark Maxayo could potentially face because what we need more in the sport of boxing are unification fights.
0: Most definitely. Uh, so that'll be something to look forward to and seeing what happens next for Maxayo. Uh, we'll be back next week with two fights, um, giving some post-fight reactions on Ilongo Makabu versus Tabiso Um Obviously, Macabu was one of the fighters that was mentioned as a potential opponent for Canelo in the near future. Um, that still could be the case if he wins this fight, so we'll have to see that. And then also a top-ranked ESPN fight between and uh, Constanzao versus Xavier Martinez, so that should be a good one. So yeah, we appreciate you joining us. For Gabe Brevis and everyone at Round by Round Boxing, I'm Alejandro Burgos, and this is the RBR Recap.